Hey, this is Kanisha Garcia with... Oh, Bobby Kearns Jr. Yeah, so basically, I don't know. I guess we just talk, and I'm going to just ask stuff. But I was about to ask something. Um, mm-hmm. Do people ever, like, um, get... Do you ever get negative feedback from your shoes? I have. Well, I... That's a great question. So, I had a wedding in the past, and I won't name names, but I can actually show you one of the photos, because I have it pulled up all over here. But, um, there was a wedding that I shot, um, sometime last year, and the bride absolutely hated her photos, and I was like, why? (laughs) Because, um... I didn't think the photos were bad. And so I showed them to a bunch of people just to, like, gauge their, like, opinion before I even told them, like, what was going on. Um, and they were all like, it, they're, they're fine. I love these people. They're beautiful. And I was like, yeah, that's not the, it's not what we're dealing with right now. <laughs> and they're not loving them. But um, I ended up giving a partial refund or whatever. Um, and it was it was fine. But um, no, normally, no, I don't typically have anybody... Yeah, that was like the one time I had like a really bad experience with a client, um, and I've shot over, I mean, 200, 300 sessions and events like combined. So uh, I don't really get negative feedback as often. Um, I get stuff that sometimes people like maybe want me to change. I can't find that wedding, but I don't know. Oh, there it is. I can't. Um, I get stuff that sometimes people want me to change, but. Like, it's nothing like, oh, I hate this, or whatever, except for that one time. So, that's pretty nice. Some people might be like, no, I don't like these photos. That way they can, like, get their money back and keep the photos. Uh, or, no, that's not something. Yeah, can. well, possibly. Um, hold up. Possibly, because um, the one bad experience I did have, some of the photos were posted, but they still weren't completely loved like apparently um but they posted some of them so I, I don't really know but um they all weren't posted but i don't know sometimes but i i haven't really run into that um experience mainly because um i don't really offer refunds as easily i would i would be more inclined to offer you an additional session to like help fix what you didn't like as opposed to like right you know, giving you your money back, um, like, for photos that you already have and, like, all that stuff, because you, it was, it was a transaction or whatever, and I don't do work that's, like, different from, like, my portfolio or whatever, like, I'm not, you're not gonna get something that's entirely different from what you were expecting, mm-hmm. um, so it's gonna line up, so you know who you're hiring, and, uh, so... No, I don't really, I don't really get that very often, but, you know. How do you, like, deal with people that might come at you with, um, some spontaneous shoot that you, you know, might not have even shot before, or, you know, like... Um, you're saying, like, like, different ideas and stuff? Yeah, basically. Um, well, one shoot that I did, which was... I did in a pool. Uh, you've probably yeah, seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, that's, well, it'll pull up. But yeah, uh, I did in a pool, and she hit me up probably like two weeks before, like the shoot or whatever. And she was like, hey, I want to do a shoot in my community pool. And I was like, cool, let's do it at night because that'll be cool. And I'll bring some lights. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then 
I didn't really think twice about it until I got there. <laughs> and um, the one problem I did have was that it was a little hard to, I didn't bring any, I only brought strobes. I didn't bring like any consistent light or like an LED. And so the one problem I had was that my camera kept having problems catching focus because it was literally pitch black dark out there until the flashes went off, um, or at least to the camera. It was pretty dark. And so um, I had a hard time catching focus. And so we were out there probably twice as long as we expected, but I didn't overcharge. I didn't charge her for the extra time because it was really just a really experimental shoot. And um, part of the reason we took so long was because of me. And I didn't think ahead to that the camera can't focus in the dark. But um, we got some like really great photos. And um, a lot of that was actually done in post. Have I shown you any of that stuff from like post to like the after? Um, like before and after of that session? No. That was a really cool session. So basically she had a like a, like a really flowy dress, as you know. And um, <clears throat> she had a really flowy dress. And so it obviously like, you know, flowed in the water at most points points while we were shooting and stuff and so one of the photos which was my favorite one um it's the one I post everywhere I have on my website um yeah that one her dress actually wasn't that big Mm -hmm. I faked it so the entire top half of that is fake duplicated from the bottom of the photo and then as you can see like the water isn't as purple her skin isn't as retouched I guess as it is in the oh, come on in the final and like you know different stuff like that and the lighting is completely different like yeah her skin isn't as smooth but now you know magically it is you know everything so a lot went into these photos it probably took me like two weeks to get her these photos back when it normally takes me like five days and I kept telling her I, I basically I would send her I think I edited 30 from her session like in total and she only got 10 back but um she could buy the other additional ones but um, I was telling her, I was like... Are those part of it? Yeah, yeah, these are all part of it. And I, I haven't posted these yet, but um, but I was like, your photos are coming. I'm just trying so hard to make sure like I get everything edited and like perfect and like you look good and it looks as creative as possible, like with the water and different stuff like that. How and did she feel about She loved them. She, she like absolutely loved them. She was like, these are some of my favorite photos. And so um, it was worth it. And um, I would send them in stages. Normally I just do like, I would, you wait five days and then I send the, the ones that come with their session and then the the ones that they can purchase I send them at the same time but for her I was like girl I got through three today so here's three of them and then I like the next day or the day after I'd be like here's two more and then I would just do it in in like stages or whatever as I could get stuff done because it, it just took so much editing and like time and different stuff when I had to do other stuff as well so does she model uh, that's a great question I don't think she does I know she's a nail tech she, so she does she does nails but I don't know why this isn't loading as well. Like, from my <clears throat> from my experience, like being a model when I'm at a shoot, like mm-hmm. um, for my portfolio, for instance, like I don't need ten. I, I literally only need one good picture from that shoot, mm-hmm. and like, the rest of them can yeah, you know, go away. But I do like getting more pictures back. That way, I can post them on social media. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, she. I don't know if she models, but she should. Um. Cause she did, she did pretty good, and um, we figured it out. Um, 
But it was it was a little hard to yeah I don't know why this isn't isn't loading. Or why you ain't post those? I just well I I didn't post them yet just because I I like to stagger my feed so I don't do yeah I don't yeah I don't post want to post because if I posted nine of her because she had thirty so right. if I posted all nine all of a sudden my feed would really look extremely dark and like I only shoot at night so I want to or like, like I don't have a, a large enough variety to post so I have to post a bunch of photos from one session so I keep it on shuffle and I mix there's photos that I shot probably like back in May that I haven't even posted from the session just cause I forgot does this get like overwhelming? <clears throat> um yeah sometimes um how do you like keep it together? cause like I all the, the staggering like having a nod I feel like I would not you know it, would, it wouldn't be fun for me but I feel like yeah. you've done it enough like long enough to like you know no shortcuts or mm -hmm. you know um, yeah make well, it easier on you i guess yeah so well the way i do the the instagram posts i don't post anything the day of unless i forgot i use an app called planoly p-l-a-n-o-l-y and you can schedule out your posts as long as you want and so i'll typically sit down when i have time and i'll schedule posts for I think I've done up to a month before, and I like to post twice a day. So that's 60 posts. So I just schedule 60 posts out, and then I don't have to worry about Instagram for another month. Um, but when I forget, like I have, I haven't posted in like a week. Because I forget, and I don't have time to post Instagram, because I don't post at the correct times. Um, do like people try to come at you one in three pictures? Um, How often? Yes. Well... Not as much anymore. Um, I used to get more people trying to... Well, I don't think the problem is that they were coming at me for free. The problem is I was too scared to charge them. And <clears throat> that's, a, that's more of a personal problem than a problem from other people. Because people are going to perceive you how you let them. Thank you. Um, before you continue, so like Nate, mm -hmm. um, he when he shoots photography, he doesn't charge people at all. Mm -hmm. And it's like... I know why he's not charging him because like he's mm -hmm. he's scared to charge him because oh. he's like what if they don't like my work and I was in this? the same place I was and in the like, same place I'm telling him like in order to you know build it you have to charge them you have to you know you can't Absolutely. just yeah. I didn't know how to explain it to him but mm -hmm. it's like I definitely wouldn't keep shooting for free especially if like I know photography is something that mm -hmm. I you know want to do and make a business out of. Absolutely. So the only things that I shoot for free right now are things that I haven't shot before. So if somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey," or I won't even say that I haven't shot before. It's something that I'm unsure about because I can shoot. I have a very wide variety of things that I do shoot. Um, but if somebody comes up to me, like last year, I shoot for a bar um, called Single Barrel Room. They do like different events and they used to have a comedy show and everything. So I used to shoot their events and different stuff. And the bartender came up to me and he was like, hey, I want us to do some um, photos for like our cocktails and like our like menu. We don't have like a lot of food or whatever, but we do have some. So we want to do some photos of that stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. I've never shot this stuff. So... I'm not gonna charge you. Um, you can just pay me and like free food, cause that was kind of the, the the setup that we had already had for like a little while. I was shooting some of their events in exchange for free food and drinks every time I went, because um, they were such a small bar that they couldn't afford to pay me like yet, like when they had first started hiring me. So I was like, they shouldn't hire you then. 
Well, no. It, well, and it, the reason I did it is because my now roommate ran the comedy show that was at the bar. Okay. So it was like a friend's thing. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I'm already going to be here because I want to come see right. the show. Sure, I'll snap some photos or whatever. And it also allowed me to build my portfolio for stage photography. Because now, because I did single barrel rooms free stuff, and beginning of last year, I shot free photos um, at the Evening Muse at their open mic every Monday. Now, I'm the photographer for two uh, comedy production companies in Charlotte, Barely Funny and Revolt Comedy. And they both pay me because I did free work. So if you have a too small portfolio um, and you need to like build stuff, by all means shoot for free. You should be shooting for free because that's the only way you're gonna get experience and grow. But what I will say is if you've got enough experience under your belt and you feel like you're being undervalued, the reason you're feeling that way is because you're not charging and you're never gonna make a living off of what you're doing if you don't charge and then you don't charge enough. I currently am under charging for everything I do. That's why in the new website that I'm building right now, all my prices are going up because I'm undercharging. And I mean, it, people tell me that all the time. They're like, wow, you're like really affordable. You're like really cost effective. What that means is, wow, you're dirt cheap. And I did not expect you to be this cheap, but you are. It's like, yeah, I know. I'm just waiting on my website to be finished so I can raise everything up all at the same time. But um, yeah, because I mean, right now I, I make... Um, I use Photoshop in Lightroom a lot. So in Photoshop, I'll make like postcard sized, um, well, they're all digital, but they're like postcard sized. Um, I'm gonna take one of these. Oh, go for it, yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're postcard sized, um, what is it, like digital, uh, what is it called? They're like, um, they're kind of like digital flyers and they display like all my pricing and stuff. And um, I forgot even what I put on my Instagram for. But um, I can't remember. But um, they display like all my, all my pricing to people. But I have to make all of these at the same time, otherwise, like, well, when I when I make them, I make them in bulk so I can just switch out the photos but have the same information on the side. So like I'll make five for portraits, five for couples, or whatever. Well, all of these prices prices are now wrong. So instead of re keep continuing to remake the all of these every time I want to build my or raise my pricing I'm just fixing my website and then people can just go there and then I can have like one or two of these but they go to the website to see the main stuff so like the main pricing and all my work and stuff so I'm trying to get it all fixed and stuff but how do you like balance all of this with your personal life and like the not well <laughs> not well um no I just I honestly I always I'm always busy um, last like two or three weeks, I had a lot of family stuff going on. And so some of this did take a back seat, but luckily I was able to move, move the sessions that I had. Um, but no, I feel like when, when I have a lot of personal stuff going on, that means this stuff just gets done at night. And, um, that's not always fun, but I mean, at the end of the day, um, I'll talk, to, I talk to friends who like have normal jobs and whatever, um, who like work a lot or they have like a lot of manual labor in their jobs and stuff. And they're like, yeah, I work a lot. And I'm like, yeah, you work a lot. I work more than you because <laughs> their job is they, they can put down their job when they go home. That's it. When I go home, I'm still at work because I have my iPad, I have my phone, I have my computer, I'm still editing, I'm still doing this, I'm still doing that. Even if I'm not doing it, I'm still thinking about it. All of my thoughts are revolved around my business because that's the only thing that makes me money and that's the thing that pretty much runs my life. Um, 
I because like that, um, light, by the way. Oh, yeah, this one. I think I got it from Walmart. I think that's pretty nice light. But um, I got it when I used to do Current Corner, and now I don't do that because I have no time. But, um, and that's another thing. A lot of personal life things, like uh, other projects and stuff, there's no time for those right now. So I used to do YouTube and like music and all that stuff. Now the only YouTube stuff I do is related to photo and video, but I don't even edit all of that stuff. My brother, I hired my brother a couple, I don't know, it's like a month or two ago now. Um, and my brother used to edit some of my photos, but now it's better for him to start editing YouTube stuff. So he's going to run all the YouTube stuff, edit all of that stuff for like Instagram and YouTube and uh, help me shoot it and all of that stuff. So I'm not even going to have to touch the YouTube How's stuff. How's YouTube going? Uh, just, I, it's not as well, probably not as well as p other people would imagine but about where I would imagine it because I know the ideas that I have for what I want to do mm -hmm. but I just haven't had the time to like get everything set up like I already told you I have a video idea coming up with you um with another photographer where we both shoot not shoot you <laughs> but we both do like photos <laughs> of you and um it's like a comparison thing like a competition I've got like plenty of those videos lined up I just haven't had time to get all the dates lined up and all the photographers and models and stuff set up um, I got another session with my friend Tess um, her and we're gonna be doing a um, we're gonna be doing something like out in the field kind of like what you did with um, Patrick but different um, but well, I don't even have the location for that um, or a date set up for her but that'll probably be sometime next week or the week after maybe the last week in october um before it gets too cold but um i've got that set up with her and that's gonna be a youtube video so like i've got a lot of youtube stuff lined up um i've actually got a video planned for every week through like february but the it's just filming everything combined with still keeping the business afloat because at the end of the day youtube is still a hobby because i'm not making any money from that so the business is the main thing so until my brother can kind of run everything for me as far as the youtube thing goes the business is always going to take precedence over that and like real quick the the last thing mm -hmm. i want to ask is um so what would you what advice would you give someone who um is like just starting off mm -hmm. and they might be you know thinking that they're in over their head um and but it's something that they really um, I'd give two pieces of advice. Um, find your niche. People forget that um, there's more to photography than just taking pictures of families. Or there's more than just taking pictures of models. You can do newborn sessions where the people can't move. So you are in, you're completely in control. And it's like, yeah, you gotta deal with them crying and stuff, but you've got them in air conditioning. If you're not using strobes, instead you're using consistent lighting and like different things like that, cool. Now you're completely in control and everybody comes to you. That's a different type of photography than like toddlers who can now move and run and cry and not want to actually pose for the camera. And then you can move to families and then you could only shoot with couples. And then you could do like event photography if you want to do that. And then inside of event photography, you could do wet, just weddings or you could do like there's so many different facets of photography that you could do. And conveniently, I do all of them. But a lot of times people get confused by what they see other people doing and it's like wow they're really shooting with all these pretty people and models and stuff like 90 percent of the people that i shoot with are moms or families because on on facebook i target moms with kids so it's like 
that's my that's my clientele. They're the people with the money. Why am I targeting pretty like 18 to 25 year olds when they might have money, but they're not thinking about photos all the time? Right. The every all of their friends are photographers supposedly with iPhones. Right. So why am I trying to target them and go after them? Mm. I should go after the moms who actually understand that their kid can't take a, as good a photo as me. Like that's just. That's, that's it. That's, that's, that's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, first of all, find your niche and figure out what type of photography you like. There's also landscape photography. National Geographic's got to find somebody to take all their photos. The newspaper has to find somebody to take all their photos and stuff. You can go volunteer to take photos in the newspaper and submit your stuff in at the events that they need and different stuff like that. I looked into that. Well, I didn't look into it. Somebody suggested it, and I forgot to look into it. But... I don't have any time anymore to do that. But that's also something you could do. Find, like, a local newspaper that's just getting started, and it's like, I'll go to your, like, events and stuff you want to cover and take photos. If you want to do an article on somebody, I'll do a headshot set for that person, and then my stuff is in the newspaper. And then you're building your stuff in publications locally, but still, you can say, hey, I've been publishing this and this and this. I've been published in um, the Queen City Nerve, which is a local... uh, newspaper in charlotte and then i've also well i'm about to be published in something else but i can't say (laughs) um but i'm about to be published in something else that's actually a pretty big deal um here in charlotte and um so yeah just trying to find ways to like get out there but also find specifically what you want to do because there's so many different paths to photography even like experimental stuff maybe you're a photographer who only shoots at night but you shoot in long exposure so you take like one person out like outside like at night and then you shoot like i just saw like on instagram they're like using like these really long bar lights and they'll like have the person like strike a pose and then behind them they'll just do all the crazy lights and stuff Mm. and then that's that person's entire feed but it looks absolutely amazing and they go to like the desert and they go to the beach and they go to the mountains and they do it there and it, it looks absolutely amazing that could be you and you can make money off of that because some people have no idea how that stuff works I, I, I don't at all. Yeah, exactly. And so it would look amazing and impressive. And even a brand might approach you and be like, hey, can you shoot our project like that? We have no, like, can you shoot our product like that? We have no idea how that's done, but it looks amazing and you're the best at it. So cool. Yeah, like I see these guys and like they use a whole, like, um, it's kind of like stuff like this mm-hmm. they will have way more contrasting and special effects to mm-hmm. it and then like they'll show you the before and after and they'll literally like I seen this one with a girl and um the guy held up a light close to her face mm-hmm. and then like um the edited one it was like a uh what is it called a light from um instagram or whatever and it like showed the the likes and stuff above her head how many followers oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i think stuff like that is pretty cool yeah yeah you can there's so many things you can do nowadays especially with like the software and like these apps that are making editing so much easier people can do a lot of the stuff that i do in lightroom and photoshop and facetune they just don't know how to do it properly i've never used facetune but I could probably edit similarly to what I do in Lightroom. You couldn't do like stuff with colors as much, but I could edit probably a good decent amount in Facetune and like the average person wouldn't know that I only used Facetune. But people just don't know how to use their stuff correctly. So like, but also Lightroom is like $9 a month and you get it on your desktop and your iPad and your phone or whatever and like it all syncs and like works together and stuff so like there's so much like entry-level stuff to That's like a little too expensive for me you said nine dollars I'm just kidding <laughs> 
<laughs> you got Netflix? You, you give that up for a month. <laughs> or you got, you got Disney Plus? Add like four extra dollars. But, um, or just don't go to McDonald's for like two days. <laughs> or Starbucks. But, um, but yeah, that's, so that's, that's my first bit of advice is find your niche, find what you want to do. And then the second thing would be um, keep shooting. Don't get discouraged by the fact that your stuff might suck. Because everybody sucked. They're like that's a part of it. You're, you're gonna suck. You're, you're gonna suck bad. <laughs> you're, you're gonna be real bad. You're gonna want to quit. Um, and you're also gonna feel like you should not be charging for what you're doing. And like, yeah, maybe you should be. But no. But that's that's the thing. It's, How do you know when you're supposed to find a give up? <laughs> so it, no. <laughs> so what I would say is, I won't say never give up because at some point when it's when it's. Uh, when you've lost your passion for it and you don't feel passionate about it, that's when you should okay, give up yeah. or you should find a new way. Uh-huh. You should go back to step one, right. find your niche. And maybe you're not doing the right kind of photography or maybe what you're, something that you're doing is making you lose your passion for it. So I would go back to step one and figure it out. And then the second step is keep hustling and trying to get better at it. So do free shoots. And then once you've built a portfolio that you feel like, well, they don't suck as much anymore. Okay, put a small price tag on it and then start growing your price tag. And if people are like not buying your stuff at all, bring it back down because obviously you're charging too much for what you're offering. But, you know, find your find your medium and um, start making your money off of it. But also be open to uh, constructive criticism, not just criticism, because people will tell you you suck all day long. But if they're not telling you why, then that's pointless. So constructive criticism if you listen to that, that will let you know where you're wrong and what, and if what you think is wrong is actually what's wrong. Because a lot of times people's insecurities will overshadow the thing that is actually wrong. So if you think something is wrong and everybody's like, no, that's fine. It's this. It's the other thing that you're completely missing because you're so obsessed with what this is and that's not even a problem. Like you got to get out of your own head sometimes out of the just I suck and look at actually what people don't and do like because I mean sometimes people don't dislike everything sometimes you've got one thing that people really like and that's what you should expound on so kind of keep shooting but also gauge how your work is being perceived and um yeah I feel like that's kind of the best way to to grow okay yeah Um, I talk a lot yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hear that's good for podcasts. You know? It, you know, it is good. I, I hear I would make a good podcaster. I'm trying to get mine off the ground, but um, it's just taking a little longer because scheduling. But yeah. Well, I appreciate you, um, you know, doing this podcast with me. Mm-hmm, of course. Getting a little photography, you know, insight. Of course, of course. Yeah. Until next time. Yeah. Until next time. <laughs>